0: Hello and welcome to the Spiritualized Podcast. This is your host, Jess Fenton. And today I'm talking about spiritual beauty. This is another way of looking at manifesting because there's something so held within the space of beauty that there is no separation. Beauty is not outside of us, it's this, there's something deep within us as a funny thing that's always happened to me often. I, you know, I feel this deep beauty within me and I feel that I look really beautiful. But when I look in the mirror, it's a bit of a shock sometimes. Like, oh my God, that's, that, that's not what I feel inside. I just feel, uh I feel something very different. And it's almost like I've experienced what it feels to be truly beautiful on the external um, and so that's so deep within the cellular level. But then it got me to thinking that maybe that is more about, um, that's more touching unity consciousness when we can feel the beauty with inside, when we can feel the exquisite beauty of us, of how we look, who we are, how we. Do things, uh, our creative process—that it's just this emanation of beauty—and of course, sometimes on the external reality, we can't see that all of the time. We see distortions, we see different uh, different things on the external reality. Also, in a moment-to-moment basis, a day-to-day basis, sometimes in the moment you can feel and look beautiful on the external and then other times like oh my gosh what's going on here uh so we it's it's an interesting thing uh beauty so i want to talk about spiritual beauty at depth of unity consciousness that we feel inside and living an exquisitely beautiful life this episode is so much about manifestation. And yet, when we actually look at the heart of what manifestation is, it's an absence of manifesting. If we look at what beauty is, it's an absence of beauty. Uh, So today we're reflecting on absence, I think, uh, which holds everything in the silence where there's an absence of what we perceive as life of noise. It's in the silence that we experience the sound of everything. If you're a meditator and you go into uh, that very deep void of silence, you can still hear things on the external, but you feel this deep silence within. And from there, it's, it's so it's the least silent place you feel connected to everything you feel the sound of everything and so that always interested me in in meditation was the silence was so full and i think that's the same with beauty it's so full as well now this if we bring this to life and our lives and manifesting what it is we'd like to manifest this As I speak, this episode is really about manifestation and it's also about purpose. I've been speaking to a number of people this week and the same themes are coming up around purpose, that as these very feminine spiritual beings that we are, at least who have been speaking to, how I feel about myself and I'm sure a lot of listeners here as well, there's this deep connection to our femininity, to our sensuality, to our spiritual, spirituality. And that essence is the really the only thing we're here to uh, radiate. And it's in that radiance that we manifest all of the beautiful things in life, that we never have to go and get anything. And we never have to really actively do things from a place of willpower. It's this naturalness of we just move through the essence and whatever is created is created. And it's the trust and the surrender because we can often also get into, I have to control what happens in my reality. I have to control all of these elements to make sure I live a life that feels good to me and yet that control is the opposite effect of what we want so going back to what manifestation is we're talking about it from the space of beauty the essence of beauty we're here to live a beautiful life and that's the simplicity of it and I think we could probably all agree that that's it that's all most of us want we just want this life of beauty. And that's it. But that life of beauty comes from living a life free of manifesting. And how ironic that uh, I'm in the space of manifesting. And yet what I often, if I'm teaching, I teach at very different levels, different layers. Um, So there is There are different things I say that can't contradict, uh, but what actually is happening is as we journey down into consciousness and go deeper and deeper and deeper, we have different truths at each level. And nothing is not true. It's just a different level or layer of consciousness. And as you know, we're not going up and out, we're going down and in. And as we get deeper and deeper and deeper, we come into these these different uh, ways of thinking. So today is this, this layer of truth, which in living a beautiful life, there is no manifestation it doesn't exist because if we're manifesting we're in lack if we're trying to get something we're in lack and we never need to be in lack we just need to have a sense of what this beauty is this essence of beauty frequency of beauty the beauty that we can feel inside ourselves and to me when i'm thinking of that beauty it's as as, as i was experiencing uh It feels like in past lives, I've really been someone so beautiful that I can feel what beauty feels like. And if I go into that, it's actually, it's an experience of unity consciousness that I'm feeling. And so as we move up the path of frequency or down into consciousness, we're experiencing more and more of that beauty in life. But let's bring this into purpose, into how we receive from our external reality, so that we always feel supported and we always feel nourished and we are living within this harmony of a life that is manifested in this form of beauty. It's going to look different to each of us. For some, it's going to be the beauty of nature. For others, it's going to be the beauty of clothes and of fashion, uh, or not fashion, but just style. Uh, for someone else, it's going to be the the beauty of art or singing or whatever it is. For another person, it's going to be finances and accounting or of law. We we'll each find beauty in different places. and. To live a life that is manifested in that way, there is no manifestation anymore. So, within our purpose, there's often, as I'm helping people with their purpose when I'm working one to one, there can be this this way of thinking that it needs to look a certain way, uh, that a business looks a certain way, or um, whatever you need to do looks very particular, often because we're observing other people and they're doing things in a certain way. But if we come down into the heart of it, all of the unlocking of the prosperity back into the Garden of Eden where everything is provided, that's through the space of your only purpose is to live your essence. It's just to live it. And how many times how many people have said I just want to be paid to be myself? I don't really want to do anything. I just want to uh be me and to live and to experience life. And so part of that is the trust and surrender that what that that one thing that you know you want to do. You have you probably already know what your essence is and what you would love to be doing in life, but the the logical mind gets into it. The masculine side of distrust and uh, more of a, a force, more of a will, goes, no, we've got to do it this way. So we first go to the feminine. We don't go to the masculine first. We go to the feminine of what the feminine within each of us wants. And from there, we allow the masculine within us to support that, to provide that container for what that might look like. So if I take myself as an example, my essence is to just share what's on my heart. And that's it. There is nothing more to it, Uh, just to speak. And so then how do I create the structure around that, that allows me to do that, allows me to receive, to feel supported, to feel that I am living this beautiful life that has everything that I want in it. There's nothing that is denied in the space of beauty. We get to experience of all aspects of beauty that are part of our own individual frequency. "And that's the purpose," so simple. There is nothing more to it than that. My masculine side likes to uh, get a little bit more into the vision, into creation, into the playfulness of what can be created uh, and different things. And perhaps I also want to touch on the the spiritual funnel a little bit more. I spoke about that, I think, yesterday or no, the day before in the second part of the sp- a spiritual business episode, but the the spiritual funnel is an incredible concept that just downloaded uh, through me while I was speaking in one of these episodes. But what we see is that our purpose and how we receive and unlock everything that we're meant to have that our soul wants is done through our essence, trust, surrender. That it is really simple and this night might not be for everybody uh, there's going to be people working in very different ways so i feel like this episode's very spe- specifically for a few people um the way i guess i'm really explaining the way that i work is to just do that one thing i want to do which is speak someone else might want to do just paint or someone else might want to um just two different things and can you make it so simple that there is nothing else to it than what what your essence is once you've you've felt into that there then comes that trust trust that you can actually survive on this planet with just doing that that there's nothing more it's just that And that takes a lot of surrender. Uh, Yesterday we spoke about the how we move into faith, and I took took us on a journey. It felt felt like we're going through a spiral maze, uh, with no dead ends. I don't think, but within the spiral of how we get to find the source source of faith within us, and simplicity holds so much faith. Look at someone who who has so much, uh, maybe look at a, think of a woman or man that has a sense of self, a sense of confidence, a sense of high self-esteem. And if you are to see them in the essence, it's very simple there's no extra bells and whistles they don't have to do anything they just are that they don't have to be a certain way in order to bring whatever it is to them they don't have to love bomb they don't have to put people in shared fantasies they just have to be them and it's that simplicity of we don't ever have to need we don't ever have to offer anything than just being ourselves, being our essence. And when you come across someone like that, who is not going to take you into any shared fantasy, they're not going to take you into any love bombing. They're just going to hold their own frequency of, I'm enough, and emanate that, emanate that beauty, emanate that love, emanate that sense of joy and peace within them there's so few people it's extremely rare to be that sort of person and so you get a sense of that magnetism that if you're able to offer that within what it is you're doing your business your purpose your uh, reason for living that that holds such a powerful frequency and so, the journey here is: can you simplify It's hard to simplify uh if you were to you in order to you know when we're writing things, it's so easy to write a lot uh you know, I tend to write a lot because it, to simplify it is very difficult. It's much easier just to let everything out, but that simplicity is where. It's that simplicity that is is quite difficult to achieve. Um, and yet, it's easy and it's difficult. So the essence of just being ourselves is easy. And the difficulty is to know that that's all that there is. There is nothing more. There's nothing more to do. So when we finally come into, okay, f- f- the feminine side, this is the essence. This is who I, I am, Who what I want to say or what I want to do, depending on what your own essence is. And from there, once you trust that that's, that's it, the simplicity of I need to do nothing more than that, then the masculine can come in and create this beautiful structure around that so that you're able to receive. So this is such a good place to dive into the spiritual funnel because we don't want to, in effect, just put everything out there in a, sense, in a, play, in a way of overgiving, that's not what we're looking for at all this overgiving people pleasing is a very dense energy and it is full of energy leaks so what we're looking to do is allow the masculine to come in to protect this essence of beauty to protect the love that we're emanating to be our own protector our own provider and we do this through the spiritual funnel. The example here, which I gave in uh, one of the other episodes, but I think it's worth speaking about again. And choose whoever you want as your own example. This one was uh, came through to me, so I'll, I'll keep with this one. And it's The Power of Now. You know, the book by Eckhart, uh, and he... It's the book that when you come into your spiritual awakening, it seems to be the gateway. We all seem to come through uh, that book writer that started the journey. And that is the, the portal to which his work on being present, uh, in which is the, the heart of manifestation, just being in pure beauty. In pure presence, emanating love, there is no manifestation, it's just being that, uh, and that's where the beautiful life uh moves from, it manifests from that place. So we go into the spiritual funnel. So if you think uh, about this book, The Power of Now, it holds words in it and those are words from Eckhart. From that place, if he didn't have the book or he didn't have a, a way to access his work, uh, the work just goes out there. And it still can be very effective. You can still speak and be anonymous, effectively anon- anonymous or invisible. Uh, that's probably the ultra um Way of being super spiritual is that you don't need anything back you don't need anything to be attributed to you, as I say those are the deepest layers of consciousness, the highest levels of spirituality i'm not i'm not there yet <laughs> um i'll leave that for a different time when that layer of reality starts to come through so it's this place of when we have what it is we want to say or do that it's honored it we honor what it is we're doing by f- having the masculine structure around it now the masculine structure allows for the being provided for it allows for protection it allows for receiving it's that container that allows you to receive everything For what it is you have put out into the world, your expression, you just being you, and whatever it is you're creating. The creative part is so important um, because that creative part is uh, our life force and it's what also opens our heart. So we go back to the spiritual funnel, whatever it is you're here to do, it has to have this honor. And, as that book, "The Power of Now," has its own consciousness now, it doesn't need Eckhart; he doesn't need to be here. The book goes and does its job, it does whatever it needs to do, and because that's the masculine structure, it pulls everything back to Eckhart in the form of money, in the form of attention, in the form of gratitude and appreciation and opportunity and connection to community and everything. It, that's the masculine container and that's the portal through which you receive. So when, as I've explained before, if it's just some random writing somewhere, I've had profound shifts from something I've just read somewhere that was almost basically anonymous. I didn't take note of who was writing it or saying it. So it, they were invisible. And so they never got the, they never, they hadn't built the masculine container to pull back the energy to them to, to have more of what they would like. So that's what we're looking for is to create this masculine container and it can look very different in very, for different people. It doesn't need to be booked by no means, uh, but it needs to be something where it can be separate from you, where it can go and do its own thing, but it can also pull back the energy back to you not that it just goes out there does its job and nothing ever comes back to you you'll never know what's happened um that's that's at this point this level of consciousness um i feel does a disservice to uh your own sense of what you're here to do so the book or whatever it is don't don't, don't think that it needs to be a book. It can be anything that can pu- pull what it is you would like back to you. That's the, the honor part of it. As that happens, uh, the the consciousness of the book can't hold the... It can't really hold... I'm trying to think here... I can't really hold the receiving of whatever wants to come back because remember, in in receiving and giving, it's the same. It's the same um, thing. It happens at the same time. It's the same energy. It's so. It's part of one and another. It's not this, so. When we have overgivers, people pleasers, it's one way, and one way is imbalanced. It's just uh, harmony, dish- well, there's no harmony in it. Uh, so when there's people overgiving, uh, there has to be the balance brought back into receiving because these two things go together. And maybe that's a, a spiritual, there's something, a spiritual way of doing that, uh, but more from a materialistic way, more from this 3D way of doing it, it has to happen together. So one way to do that is through honouring of your work, honouring of your boundaries, of your standards, of everything, and to allow that receptive quality to come back. So this might be that you honour yourself enough to have a masculine structure in place that you can receive. You can receive money, you can receive appreciation, you can receive um, support, you can receive resources. That receiving element is absolutely crucial, and to leave it out is causing imbalance, it causes karma in a way that we probably don't want the karma to be caused. so we have to come into an honoring and a masculine structure around what it is we do. It can't really from what I sense here just be this open this open uh, state of being. the The masculine has to provide some structure in order to receive. In order to have a container, of course, there's that, you know, very well spoken about uh, rivers and water and that sort of thing where you have to have the bank. You have to have something that captures it because within that capturing of the water or the resources or the finances or the attention or whatever is coming back through uh, this portal, That then is able to keep increasing, keep growing, and then move back out into the community, into the environment, into family, into yourself. It moves back in some way rather than it goes back into the ocean, never to be seen again. So, to create, to have first of all, a really strong boundary. And structure. And where this has just come to me, where people are too much stuck in learning and consuming, and not enough of the action and the doing, that can also cause the imbalance. So there is a safety in learning. And we are here, we are seekers. We're here to seek and understand. And so the learning is a big aspect. Notably, I see people pull away from business, from purpose, from creating a masculine structure, which at times can be challenging. It's not always easy to cre- create a masculine structure if you don't have a lot of masculine energy. You could get a mas- someone who has that masculine aspect to them to create the structure for you. Um, but if you're doing it by yourself, You have to honor yourself enough to have this inner masculine create a structure for you, which is going to have focus, discipline, direction, vision. It's going to have all of these things. And that's how, if you're someone who loves learning, that's how you would allow for your love of learning to, to work for you. To then teach it, to share it, to guide other people, but that energy has to go back out and the masculine structure allows that energy to transform out in reality. it shifts into a different energy and it comes back in a, to you through your masculine container in a different form of energy. One might be that you teach, your energy goes out verbally and it comes back financially. So the energy has alchemized out in the external and has been pulled back uh, through the portal, through the funnel, through the spiritual funnel of what your masculine has created and it lands back into your space allowing you to your feminine within you to really feel supported to feel nourished to feel that people the community is there that everyone is there to support you and it's not this place of isolation of I will just stay and do this thing by myself and try and figure it out by myself Uh, and probably become avoidant I see that a lot Uh, there's an avoidance. And so then that's when I see, especially in the community of uh, the spiritual community or places like the yoga community, different communities like that, they don't make a lot of money because they haven't figured this part out of how to create the structure, um, the spiritual funnel, the honoring of one's work, So that when your energy is being put out there, it is alchemized out there and it comes back to you so that you can do more of it, that you can grow it if you want to grow it, if you want to do more of it. You can feel that feminine part of you getting to really experience the beauty of life where you have more opportunity to create and very in the ways that your heart feels good, the ways that um, your imagination wants to create. So if your imagination is really creating and you don't have the resources for it, then the masculine structure needs to get stronger so that you can pull more uh, resources in to allow more of the manifestation of what it is you are creating in your imagination to start with. So that's the how the funnel the spiritual funnel is working at the heart of it. It's an honor honoring of your work, honoring enough to yourself that you will create the masculine structure or get help creating the masculine structure for your whatever it is you're doing, whether it's called a business, whether it's called a purpose, a mission all different ways that we can identify what this is, that you're able to have that, that you have a high enough uh, standard for yourself, strong boundaries as to, I create this, I create a brand or I create a business or I create a mission. And not allow yourself to be avoidant, to be too much in the feminine of not allowing the masculine to do that for you. And I see this so much of uh, too much stuck in the feminine, too much um, not, it's a wounded feminine. It's a wounded feminine because she's not allowing the masculine to support her and create what is needed in order to pull back everything she wants, in order to live a life of exquisite beauty. And everyone will have this uh standard of what life they are living. And so let's go into quickly just the the shared not the shared fantasy, the the high standards the integrated standards so again the shared fantasy space pulls everyone into that space <coughs> excuse me and says you can have this without really doing anything just get into your high frequency uh come in just be in my high frequency and you will get this thing it'll be super easy and that's a a, a lack of integrated standard. So then we get into the space and go, yes, that's me. I'm the one that has all of these beautiful things. I'm the one that has this life. And we stay in that shared fantasy. We're never manifesting it because if we were in, if it was an essence of ours, if it was an essence of our standard, our true integrated standard, it would already be in our life. There would, and this goes back to the point that there is no manifestation. You either have it or you don't. If you have it, it's an integrated high standard. It means that the masculine, at some level, you've honoured yourself enough to allow the masculine in within you to make it happen for you where the people are in shared fantasy and going, I'm going to get this thing. I just have to hold out long enough. I have to get into high frequency. I have to just get my dopamine hit and I will get it. It'll just appear miraculous, miracu- miraculously. Uh, that's a low self-esteem. That's an avoidance. It's uh, not allowing the masculine to step up and go, oh, this is what the feminine wants. Let me make shorts sure done. And so this is again why we have to be in that awareness. Are we in any shared fantasy? Are we in fantasy? And can we just unhook from that so that the masculine can, so that's I say, is very much a wounded feminine. Now the masculine, it does not, is very unattracted to the wounded feminine. It's very it's if you look from uh, outside the actual man, woman. A man is not attracted to a woman who is uh, doesn't have high standards, doesn't have um, a sense of herself. Uh, is he's unattracted when she's needy and clingy, and she needs him to be everything to her. Uh, or she has low standards for herself or she drops her boundaries. Uh, if he's not showing up in the way that he should, she just accepts it. That is, uh, unattractive to him. So the masculine man is very much going to want those high standards. The, the impeccability, the the I this is this is the sort of woman I am, and I don't have a lesser standard. And you either meet the standard or someone else will meet it. And so then that's attractive to him. He's it's like that. that's um, just attractive. We know that. Uh, there's nothing new I'm saying in that respect. Same with the internal masculine, internal feminine. When we're just not in that. Creating this is my standard, this is the life I'm living, and uh, my exquisite life. And I'm just going to allow myself just to try and manifest the life I would really like. The masculine within us is just like, This is yucky, I don't like this. I'm just gonna turn out to be a masculine that's going to be lazy, unfocused. I'm not going to give the inner feminine anything. In fact, I'm just going to take from her. Um, And so what we see here is a a spiral down into an unmanifested life. We don't want that. So we come back into the honor of what we're here to live, the experience of this beauty within us. But that beauty needs a structure. Love needs a structure. And that structure allows us to receive. If we honour ourselves enough to receive, to have the structure in place in order that people can give to us, because we are in community, we are giving and receiving from each other in order to survive. Uh, That's how we are on this planet. As that happens, we. Honor ourselves enough to receive, and that means putting the structure in place, or getting help putting structure in place. A lot of us who are very feminine in a, to our core that pr- provides some challenges to put that structure in. Um, it provides some challenges to access the masculine. That's where you get help, or uh, you know, make but make sure it's done in some way. This is the simplicity, the simplicity of the spiritual funnel. As we go into what the the simple essence of what it is we want to do. For me, I just want to talk. I don't want any more than that. There are some other uh, creative aspirations I have. If the masculine is, um, if he gets his act together, and I get that integrated standard then, yeah, I can see a little bit more of the vision of what it is I want to create. And it is, yeah, essentially a very strong uh, brand around uh, the spirit, you know, beauty, love, spirituality and creating this beautiful life and, you know, how the how that can look. Um, but I also don't want to stay in any space of fantasy. So we do have the vision that's in our heart and that can, we can have a sense of what that is and it can be huge, it can be like this really grand vision but it's got to come from the heart and the masculine has to create that container, create that structure to allow that to happen right in this moment, not in time. But right now, uh, a lot of people, you know, the self sub I'm going, some, I'm getting very feminine here, of jumping around uh, ideas. I hope you can stick with me. at all, if you allow it, just to receive it, it all does make sense to your conscious uh, self, your subconscious self. Uh, but we dive into the archetypes. I think this is going to be a great point to journey through the archetypes, and we're going to really understand what the the saboteur does. And I've seen this very recently in some people uh, that the saboteur has come in and gone, I'm not doing that. I'm going to sabotage your dreams. And he's very clever because he'll say, oh, now's not the time just do a bit more learning, just do a bit more this, just go into that shared fantasy, go with those people. They seem to uh, be able to m- manifest something. The sab- saboteur is saying all of this stuff, but let's journey through the archetypes. We've got eight of them in this respect. We have the lover archetype. It's the So we've got four high ones, four shadow ones, So four in the light, four in the shadows. Uh, The, I think some of these come from Carolyn Mize's work on archetypes. So we start with the lover. The lover is uh, feminine, uh, high, this is the, the, the woman or a feminine within us that just has high standards. This is what I want in a man, in a business, in a purpose, financially, uh, in my home, in my body. The standards are as high as you can get. And she's embodied in them. The shadow frequency is the prostitute. We all have a prostitute within us. Uh, it's just the, the that's our survival we're going to have to do something that we don't particularly want to do to survive maybe we're in a 9 to 5 job we don't want to be in maybe we're in a relationship that's mm, it's okay but it's not really working for us maybe uh i think you get the idea it's going to be all of these things where we have it's not quite to our standard but well, it's good enough. It's very got a very good enough vibe. But it's so much to do with our survival of what I need to do this job or I need in my business to do this or that in order to get what I need, to get my needs met. There's, the lover in us has no compromise. She's just like, no, I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm not being with that person. I refuse. I. This is my integrated standard. So, the love is very much connected to our integrated high standards, where it's so embodied that we would just feel repelled by anything that's not for us. I had worked in the corporate space nine to five, or should I say uh, nine till three in the morning um, for a long time. And so, I know that space well. And now, when I think about it, it's an instant repulsion. It's an absolute no. I refuse to do it. I, I am not doing that ever. So that's now integrated. So what happens is if I predict the future, I will probably never end up in that space again. It's so integrated, like it's repulsive to me, to my energy. Um, but it's not a repulsive thing in itself. Uh, there's, I had a great time in that space and there's a lot of people who love the corporate space or love their jobs or love their careers and so it's got nothing to do with that aspect. It's just a repulsion to, uh, I don't like my time being constrained, I just want to do what I want to do every day when I want to do it. And so that's the lover. That sense of the lover, the high standard, which is integrated of absolutely not. There's gonna be a relationship where you're like, no way would I ever be in that relationship. Uh there's more of the other the prostitute energy might be like, well, they offer this, they <laughs> usually take you into shared fantasy, they 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 offer some good things. And that's where the you know, that's where it gets difficult. We're like, well, they it was mainly good, but there's these other aspects. So that lover frequency, that lover archetype, if you have anything within that, it will manifest. So the masculine within us looks to the lover and goes oh my god I love that this woman who I'm speaking about women but it's feminine this woman who just knows what she wants she has she's just we like we know that that what that feels like of when she's just in authenticity she's just living her life she's in love with life I'm just picturing very feminine you know Beautiful clothes uh beautiful jewelry, beautiful home, loving animals, loving her garden. that's my take of femininity. Each person's can be very different um and with that, he's going to be like oh, so attractive, what does she want she's He's going to naturally want to provide for her uh he's going to naturally compliment her and just say you look so beautiful and Uh, He's going to want to make her life more beautiful, more exquisite. This is the structure forming around her. So as I was talking about the early part of this episode, this is a natural um, masculine structure starting to form around her and wanting to give to her. When it's the masculine with the more of the prostitute energy of... uh, she'll drop her boundaries she'll people please she'll overgive uh, and obviously there's no we I think we're all aspects of all of these and so we can just look at this and go hang on okay I've been that sometimes I've also been the lover sometimes uh, and there's no shame in either it's just part of life so don't uh, take anything in a negative way but he's going to look at her <laughs> boundaries and go uh yeah this this isn't attractive and he's gonna get a little bit lazy and we see that within relationship if a woman drops her boundaries and doesn't have those standards he's gonna start to take advantage uh he's gonna become a little bit lazier or she'll just attract in someone who, a masculine who is already like that. Um and so there's that aspect of it. Uh, it might be like in a a job, for example, it might be that you're way too good for what you should be for what the job is for your wisdom your uh skill your talent your um who you are is just way beyond the job or the career you're doing again that might be well the masculine gets a little bit disheartened of like ah. Oh, You know, uh, he prefers it when you're in that, I want this thing, and it just is something that your heart wants. He's going to manifest it for you. Let's move into the next archetype, which is once you're in your love energy, you've got that integrated high standard. I just don't accept anything that's not this, that type of energy. The masculine within you is oh, I love this. And he's going to, the, the, the manifestation archetypal track is now set. It's in motion. The next one that comes up is the, the child versus the king and queen archetypes so now the child is a beautiful archetype of course but they can't manifest they live in dream world so in the shared fantasy space this is very much uh it is a beautiful space there's nothing wrong with it but it's full of children uh, it's full of ch- the child archetype of let's just sit here together and imagine and dream and the dream starts to Uh, invoke the dopamine and the other serotonin oxytocin and then everyone in that shared fantasy is getting high on the dream but if we go back to the child archetype the, the child can't manifest in that way the king and queen now they are masters of manifestation but they're also mature you sense their maturity uh they they are very different to the child and they know they 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 know what they want it's going to happen and so within that if you're in the king and queen embodied in that I'm trying to think of the the structure around your purpose the king and queen has a sense of the masculine of the direction. So the lover in you has like, right, this is, this is my dream. The king and queen are going, we like that. Let's get some focus on this. This is going to happen. We make things happen. Uh, we're the king and queen or the king or the queen. And so let's get these warriors on board. The king and queen always need their warriors to go and take action for them. The king and queen, you know, they're just there to go, to give the commands. Yes, we're going ahead with this. So in a practical sense of life, if you're someone who is not allowing the masculine within you to uh, create the structure to honor your work. You're basically in the child archetype. You're not allowing the king or queen or king and queen within you to go, I am worthy of this. I have this. And so this is the vision, this is the direction, this is where we're going with this. As it happens, the, we invoke the next set of archetypes along the masculine route, which is the warrior, And the warrior as in uh, going to war warrior, rather than the anxious warrior. So the warrior uh, versus the, it's gone from my mind, the warrior versus... They'll so come back in a second. There's a time to breathe and relax and just absorb what I've been saying. Victim, so it's the warrior, the higher frequency. the victim is the shadow frequency. So the king and queen have gone to the lover. We like this. We like your integrated high standards. We like what you're doing what you're what you believe you're worthy of. we're we're going in this direction for sure let's get these warriors on board let's send our men out there and they can go and fight the war take the action do what they need to do and bring back the goods um so they're all set the warrior is happy he's the the true masculine like right I get to do something. Now, if you can stick with me, those who are in the individuation process, this is the animus within the woman. So the animus is the inner masculine within the woman. The anima is the inner feminine within the man. So uh, most of the audience here are women, so I'll speak to that. Um, The masculine, the animus, he he can cause a lot of problems in life if he's not given a purpose and like right go out and get this for me go and go and do this in my life for me as the woman and so if he is not activated integrated into a balance within oneself of masculine feminine he's going to project onto the external reality usually to the the masculine partner and he's gonna say there's something wrong with the masculine partner. That's often when you get a lot of separation, especially in midlife, uh, the woman would be like, Oh, I shouldn't be with this man. He's the wrong one, and she'll start to find fault with him. But actually it's because she is projecting out into her external reality. There's nothing wrong with him. If she's in alignment with herself, he will be the right man. Or he'll fall away, and the right man comes along. But what happens is she's projecting all her the animus stuff, the inner masculine onto him. And why isn't he doing this, or why isn't he doing that, or what's wrong with him, or whatever comes up. Whereas, it's if you just withdraw that projection back into self and the masculine, the inner masculine, the animus, give him a job to do. Go right, go and create for me. And that's where our creations start to really take form. You can feel the warrior is so honorable. The animus, when he's integrated, is full of honor. He wants to create that structure for you. He wants to create the brand, the mission, the purpose, the whatever it is, the book, or He wants to create that thing that is gonna pull all the resources back to you. That's gonna pull this exquisite life full of everything you could possibly imagine because the lover, I'm sure our lover within us wants everything. Well, I want all of this stuff. If it's integrated as a standard, you're getting it. The what you've seen the change so far, you're gonna have it. So we've got to say to the masculine. No, you know, well, the is going to say to us, I'm going to go and get you this stuff. I'm going to go and get you the whatever it is. And he starts to set about his work. The victim in us is, I want this, but I don't think I can have it. And all the the limiting beliefs come up. And who we can blame. Who we can be judgmental of, who we can be opinionated by, and who we can um, stay hooked into the past of, oh, it's all of this person's fault, or it's all of that person's doing, uh, that victim. And what I'd like to say to this point as a side note, we are going to move through periods where we have a very profound realization that uh, something. Has happened to us that we were not expecting. So, uh, for me, I suddenly saw who was taking in my life, and there is a a temporary period where I believe it's okay to be in that victim consciousness while we're observing. Wow, they really were takers. Um, I didn't observe that before, and so I think there are periods in our life where we. Perfectly within our rights and uh, frequency-wise to be in that victim isn't straight into love and light and let them be and they just are who they are. We're able to move into that vic- place of victimhood for a little bit of like, what was that? Uh, how did I? How did I allow myself to be in that space? um But that's just you know awareness. That's consciousness. As we dive deeper and deeper into consciousness, we'll get more of those realizations of who is good for us, who's bad for us, um, and that's just part of the journey. So I'm talking about the, the, the warrior and the victim, and it's not a thing of don't ever be a victim. There's a time and place for it, to be honest. But if it's just victim of the whole life, of uh, relationships, all about just being a victim, or uh, life is just about victim. Then that—that's uh, what's going to manifest. The warrior can't then get activated. Uh, the victim keeps us withdrawn. It keeps us avoidant. It keeps us being pulled back into the path of temptation, back into the shared fantasy. Uh, it's not a great place to be. So. We're not in that victim consciousness, but in times there are moments where it's appropriate. The warrior is going to be like, right, I'm getting this for this amazing lover type woman who knows what she wants, has the standards, they're integrated. She is a no to everything she doesn't want. She's more a no than a yes. She knows her no very well. It's no, no, no. I feel like that's what a queen is like. It's like, no, no, no. And then one little yes. So it's mainly a bunch of no's to what someone doesn't want. No, that's not acceptable, but I'll have this. So with that, uh, we then come into the final two pairs of archetypes where the manifestation happens. This is the saboteur and it is the magician. The magician is in charge of time and space, and the magician is going to be in full control of when something happens. So that's not really about us. If we stay out of the saboteur, the magician can manifest it very quickly. So I work with so many people in the manifestation space, one to one, as in stu- with students, and I see the saboteur. I see them pulling back. I'm like, what you want is right there. It's like, it's there. It's actually manifested, and yet they pull back. That's the saboteur going, all the reasons why you can't have it. And yet it was there. The magician was just about to make it happen and the saboteur is like, hmm, hang on, let me get involved in this. The saboteur is the ego. So the ego is like, all the reasons why you need to withdraw, you need to pull back, uh, why you can't have this beautiful life. And then what happens is the people who are pulling back in that way, who are not going out into life, going, I manifest whatever I want. When they pull back, just as the manifestation's happening, those are the people who will enter shared fantasy and spend the rest of their lives there. So that's quite a a harsh tone I'm taking there. And I want to really provide that warning because I see it over and over and over again. If the manifestation is there, And people don't go for it. They don't go for it in reality. They don't go for it in the present moment, which is a little uncomfortable. Something is being birthed. There's something new within you. It it has a different feel in your energy system. If you're creating a business, if you didn't have a business and you're about to create one, it's going to feel different energetically. If you're creating a mission and you didn't have one, it's as as it's actually manifesting, and the people are coming on board, and it's growing and it's potentially getting bigger, or something's happening with it. It's gonna feel different in your body, and you might freak out about it if you pull back at that point, you're more or less likely to be pulled into the shared fancy fancy space and live forevermore there. And I don't want that. Well, you guys do what you want. Um, I'm not doing that. Uh, I've had my fill of it. Every time I see myself in shared fantasy, I'm unhooking. And it's painful. It's not easy. uh, But I keep unhooking. Every time I can see it, I just unhook a little bit more, a little bit more. And eventually there will not be that. And it'll just be this, essentially this... uh, this magician, the warrior, the king, the queen, the lover, they will be in charge. They will be commanding this exquisite life, not the uh, prostitute, the child, the victim, the saboteur, which are all beautiful. They're all beautiful archetypes. There's nothing uh, wrong with any of them. Uh, They all serve their purpose, and sometimes we do need to be in that child-like fantasy, uh, but we can't live there. We can't if we're individuating. We can have that innocence and that playful heart, but we've got to be more in the king and queen energy. Uh, we've got to be more individuated. We've got to be more mature. It doesn't mean in life we get serious and we can't enter the state of playfulness. Uh, so you start to see, same with the victim. Uh, consciousness or archetype. It's not that you never do that. Sometimes it's really appropriate to be a victim of like, what was that? Who are you? Why are you doing that? Why are you being so weird or taking? Why are you taker? Or why? That's been my experience uh, of it. Um, but that's not the the primary frequency you come out of it eventually and you go back into uh, the warrior or the the prostitute energy there are going to be times where we do need to do things for our survival and that's so completely fine uh, we're probably already all doing it anyway to some extent that so it's so important to know that none of these shadow frequencies they all have a beauty to them but they just have a specific time that they're meant to uh be activated, uh, so that's that's the understanding of the timing of when these different archetypes come to play in life, um, and so it's not in the prostitute freak, it's prostitute archetype. You're not going to be at rock bottom and go well, no. I'm not going to help myself. I'm not going to go and uh, get that job that will pay me to help me get out of this financial rock bottom. And I'm just going to live in this space of the lover. We have to sometimes go, hang on, I probably need to do that for this little period of life. Or the nine to five that you might, again, I don't want to put anything negative on nine to five or the career, because that is a very special place for a lot of people where they get, you know, if they look back on their life, it was something really magical to them. So, but it just comes into my mind of that sometimes can feel a bit, um, uh, not good for a lot of people. There are going to be times when it's like, actually, I need this. I need the stability. I need to know that this job, this community and this Place of work, this uh, routine, this rhythm, the certainty is there. And for where I am in my life, that's what I need right now. It's not what I always want forever, but it's what I need right now. So we've got to play around with the archetypes and not get too um, fundamentalist about uh, only being in these high frequency type archetypes. Because the low, and they're not low frequency. They're just more of a If we spend too long in them at the wrong times, it doesn't work. So, the child archetype clearly, a child has to be in the archetype of a child most of their childhood. That's the joy of being a child, but that's appropriate to that age group. Uh, When we're in individuation, we dip in and out of the child frequency. We don't only spend our time there, which if we're only in that child frequency, we're more or less in shared fantasy with all the other children. Who well, let's play? Let's not get. Let's not um take. Let's not get into this uh, other king queen energy where we actually have to be mature and get things done, have focus, have direction, all of this. So, as the saboteur is going to come into play. He's just going to cause havoc. He's going to come up with all the reasons why this manifestation is not happening. As I say, I went on this little um, rant about how much I see people uh, really pulling back when the manifestation is there. like it's there. you're in the manifestation and yet you've pulled back. And I'll just reiterate this once more if I see that pulling back. I feel like a strict parent now. If I see that pulling back, you're going to be in trouble. No, <laughs> no one's in trouble. If I see that pulling back, my observation of the patterns of humans, of the ones I've seen, um they end up in shared fantasy and almost the, living in that space for you know a long time. So that's the journey of manifestation through the archetypes. It's also a very much a space of individuation. Um, the individuation describes archetypes differently to that, but it has a lot of the similar archetypes, especially around the king and queen, uh, masculine and feminine. And that's what we're doing. This We're creating a spiritual funnel to honor our essence, and our essence is just this pure simplicity of what is this, the thing we want to do that is, if I could just do this, so simple, I don't want to do anything else, just this one frequency, for me, it's just a talk. That's it. Once I accept that, that I don't need to do anything else, that allows the mask. So that's the the lover, the high standard. It's like no, that's it. No, no. Com- Excuse me. No compromise. Um, that's it. That's all I'm doing. I'm a no to everything else that's not this. The masculine's like this is exciting. The king and queen are just like we love this vision. The warrior, right? Let me put the structure around you. Let me get your work honored. Let me start to really allow all of that uh, receiving energy to come in and that's the magi- magician if i don't fight it at any level if the saboteur doesn't come and go hmm maybe you can't do that maybe you need to look at that person and go well what are they doing or maybe someone's telling you that this doesn't work whatever comes up for people that saboteur ignore him and then the magician's just like ta da here's the rabbit out of the hat you did it and your manifestation is there. And it's this manifestation, if I look to myself, of, oh, I can literally just talk. I don't have to do anything else. And everything is received. Uh, There's an honoring of the work. There's an an ability for that work to start spreading um, and moving and going, creating its own consciousness of where it wants to go within the world. And that it starts to come back and be attributable to me and to honor that it was me that came up with some of these concepts, this way of thinking. Same with you. And it might not be in this type of wisdom type space. It might be something completely different. But if it's to you, let it come be attributable to you. So when you sit back, you can go, I created that and I did this uh, post on Instagram or story and because I'd seen someone saying the quickest path to what you want is to just change your frequency. I don't believe in that because I think the creative process is vital. That's where a heart heart isn't about frequency of just jumping into enlightenment a heart is to create it's to be on this physical uh, plane and to find out what this creative process is i think everyone listening here when you're in your creative mode how good that does that feel it's the creative process rather than oh i just have this thing now the creative process is the path It's not the having of the thing. But what happens is as you've given your heart and soul to this creative process, you get back at the end of it to sit back and go, I created that. And that pushes your uh, high standard up even further. It pushes up your self-esteem. It pushes up your love energy. All of the warrior, the king and queen, uh, all of these archetypes suddenly get a shift they get a promotion. You promote the team uh, because in that moment you're like, "I created that," and I you're proud of it, or you're um, you are you do or you just have a sense of um, accomplishment uh, that it wasn't just given the million dollars or the billion dollars or the hundred thousand or whatever it is monetarily it wasn't just landed in your bank account. That's no fun. What are you going to do with that? Uh, often people are focusing on the money. Well, if I have the money, then I'll get creative. Then I'll do my purpose. Then I'll create the mission. Uh, that's not how it works. you got to drop the money. Look at the artist Damien Hurst or any, I think he's probably the uh, most successful artist, living artist at the moment in terms of financial uh, if you can judge it financially, um, look at him. He wasn't there in his student days going, right, I refuse to do any art until I have the money. Once I've got the money, then I'm ready to paint. I'm ready to create, and that will bring me more of what I want. That's not how it works. So he didn't have the money, and he started creating the creative process was what he loves and he has a l- hundreds of millions in the bank and yet he's creating still he's he doesn't need the money but he's still creating it was never about the money and so the money comes when you stop just forget about the money and you come into i am a creator the cre- it's the creator that opened your heart it's the creator that makes the animus the the masculine within the woman come alive and give her vitality give her a life force you see a lot of older people um as you start to get more into whatever those older years lose their life force lose their zing for life um they get a bit grumpy. Uh, if it's a man who um, has got his animas not uh, integrated, he's going to be whiny. He's going to be like a, a sort of the archetypal old woman who's got complaining about everything. and uh, That's not attractive in a man. So we start to see how holistic this is, how all of this is about the individuation. All of this is about manifesting without manifesting. There is no manifestation. We're just uh, living from a place of beauty, love, letting those archetypes allow that in to a space. And then being in the wonderland already, it's already all around us that there's nothing to focus on in terms of, well, I need this first, or I need that first, then this will come. That's a lack consciousness. It's, I say, the manifestation community is a place of pure lack. I've never seen so much lack in one space. And so we want to work very differently here in spiritualize that we're coming from much more of a, we're not really manifestors we're creators we're creating we're allowing life to bloom around us and we don't really need anything so let's leave that there okay oh i found this on the web for when was very different to here on spiritualized check it out that was the um uh siri on those last words well i guess siri is leaving us with the the final note here that's quite funny uh so that's it spiritual beauty bring it down to simplicity of there's nothing more to do than what you're here to do the exquisiteness of simplicity and that's it